eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody. It's a football Friday, but I just learned something I'm going to bet on. What was it? We're right here at the uh, beautiful Borgata. I just found out I'm going to bet what I have experienced as a uh, new soccer fan. I'm going to bet that no goals are scored tomorrow. In regulation. Yeah. I get six plus 600, six yeah. to one odds. It's a, it's a good bet. And then I sit down, and when no goals are scored, I'm feeling good. Yeah, you just have to get it into overtime. Maria. You're not right. <laughs> I need a life, man. I really need a life. That'll be fun. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the brilliant Gridiron Genius is with us. Yes, a sequel is being yes. prepared. He's also on the GM Shuffle podcast. And Mike Lombardi is sponsored by Panther East. Don't get nailed by OSHA. Check out the premier distributor of safety in the Philadelphia region, PantherEast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who knows more football than all of us put together, the great Mike Lombardi. Hi, Mike. Good morning, everyone. All right, Mike. I have uh, boiled down Sunday's game against the Titans to a battle of two defensive minds. Your friend, former Eagles defensive coordinator, now consultant to the Titans, Jim Schwartz, versus the current defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannett. Who's better, Mike? Well, I mean, on paper, this Titans team is fascinating that they've won seven games. I mean, they're not the most talented team in the league. Now, they're good up front on defense, and Jeffrey Simmons will be the best defensive lineman the Eagles have faced all year, including the crew from Washington. But, uh, you know, their back end, they play a lot of zone. There's throws you can make. Cincinnati had the ball with six minutes to go in the game and was able to run it out. But this is a tough, tough-minded team that's really well coached by Mike Vrabel. Uh, I, I think this is about Vrabel more than it is about Schwartz versus Gannon. I, I think this is about how Vrabel's toughness, how he plays every game kind of within its own game and gives himself a chance to win. I mean, think about this. This is To me, this is one of the most remarkable feats of the season. He goes into Kansas City, this, this, this Tennessee Titans team. They go into Kansas City. They get, their, they get a first down with five minutes and 42 seconds left to go in the second quarter. They do not get another first down. They only get one first down for the remainder of the game, which then goes into overtime. And they still get the game into overtime. Think about that now. 
Think right, about that. Right, that, but, that, that's a, that should be in the Hall of Fame. So they're a tough-minded team who's not overly talented. They've got a great running back. You know, the quarterback makes a few throws. But this is really about Brable's toughness and his will to win within his, within his team. You're, you're ruining my whole premise, Mike. <laughs> Mike, I, I was doing a thing with the court. You like Jim Schwartz. You can't tell me you don't like Jim. You know oh, Jim. Oh, I love Jim. I think, I, I think and, and, you know, and I don't know how much Jim is actually, you know, I mean, Brable's a defensive coach. And so there, there's a lot of guys, but I'm sure Jim will know the, you know, understand the, the, the players on the Eagle defense and the Eagle offense. But this is a completely different Eagle team than when Jim was here. I mean, this right, is, but this, they're running a six-back attack, which they weren't running when Jim was there. Mike, I, the Eagles are 10-1. and one. I want to tell you the truth. Nobody in this city is that thrilled with Jonathan Gannon. What are you saying? Do you think well, Jonathan Gannon could devise a strategy that can stop Derrick Henry? Well, I think he's going to have to, right? I mean, he's, this team, he's given up 4-7 a carry. I mean, he's, he's not proven that he's been able to really take away the run like he needs to. Uh, and against and and it isn't just take away the run; it's take away those four yard runs, like Washington yeah. ran on them. You know, it's that constant pounding, and he's going to have to figure that out soon. And and it's going to be a concern because you know to to get to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to probably beat San Francisco, who's a really good run team. I mean, I think right. this game will give us a really good indication of how well the Eagles can play against a run oriented team. All right, but I really you don't understand half the calls I take in the course of a week are rips on Gannett. Do you, the gridiron genius, do you think he's a good coordinator? I thought he's really gotten better this year. I, I really, at the beginning of the year, I was really surprised about how he adapted his defense. I thought he was more aggressive than he was in the past. I thought he didn't play as soft as he did. But over in the last, I would say, you know, since the bye week, you know, I mean, they have not played as, like the defense that I thought they would. Now, they've created a bunch of turnovers. I mean, you've got to give them credit. They've created yes. – you know, right. nine turnovers in the last five games, which has helped them because their offense has turned the ball over. But the concern has been, can they stop a running game? And, and I've been less than impressed by that. I don't think they've been able to get control of the game. They haven't been able to get off the field on third down. They're 15th in the league in third down to convert uh, defensively. They haven't been great in the red zone. They're 11th in, the, in that area. So I, I haven't been – I thought they have – I thought they've regressed. The concern here is, look, they're 23rd in the league in yards per attempt against them. That's the number you look at in a running game, is how many yards are you getting when a team attempts it? All right, but hold on, Mike. I, you love to tell me about third-down conversions. They're number one third-down defense in the NFL. Isn't that going to be a big factor in the game Sunday? The Titans are number one, and no, the Eagles are huge. third. Eagles the are third Titans, in converting it. Yeah. yeah, the Titans are built to play Philadelphia. Okay, so they're yeah. physical inside. That's They've it. got a really good inside linebacker in this David Long kid from West Virginia who can run all over the field. And they're really a good tackling team, right? So they can really tackle. And the way to beat them is you're going to have to throw the ball on them. You're not going to make a living running. Look, when they lost to the Chiefs in that overtime game, it was Mahomes' running skills yep. that were able. I mean, they, they, they put the Chiefs put almost 500 yards on them in that game. And, and it was a 20 to 17 game in overtime. So they're a hard team to, to really play. They're fast on defense. And so this is not going to be a runaway. They're going to have to, Hertz will have to throw the ball to beat them. All right. So uh, you're leading me right to what I want to talk about next, and that's A.J. Brown, who started gangbusters here, had a couple of 150 yard games, and has not been real good lately, and gave them the ball two fumbles last two weeks. What do you see from uh, Brown the last couple of weeks, Mike? 
you know, I, I haven't seen a decline in anything, Angelo. I mean, this is sometimes the ball just, you know, people take him away. They know they want, they know where he wants to go with the football, and they do a good job of defending him. But, I mean, when you look at him, you know, obviously guys turn the ball over. You can't have that. I think con- the concern here is, you know, he's had he's been targeted the football when you break him down. He's been targeted 86 times, and he's got a 61% catch ratio. That's the most important number in receivers is yeah. what is your catch ratio, right? Whereas Devontae Smith's at 70. So people oh. are doing a better job of taking him out of the game. You know, that's the key is you've got to look at those numbers in terms of how many times do you throw the ball. It's, it's the most critical aspect of a receiver. For example, Tyreek Hill down in Miami, he's at 76%, wow. which is a rare number. Every time they throw him the ball, 76% of the time he's going to catch it. That's usually reserved for tight ends. That's usually reserved for guys in the middle of the field. A.J. Brown should be higher because he's a middle-of-the-field receiver. It's good stuff. All right, uh, who you got for MVP so far this year? Hurts, Mahomes, somebody else? Who do you got, Mike? I think it's you know, I think it's Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's oh. changed the whole dynamic of the Miami oh. offense. But the award's for a quarterback. I mean, we should not call it the MVP. <laughs> we should call it the most valuable quarterback. I mean, let's right. be honest here. And I, and I think Mahomes has played really well. And he's been able to do things, I mean, without, even without Tyreek Hill and a lot of moving parts, they still find a way to get the ball to Travis Kelsey. And he's been the best quarterback on the feet consistently this year. Mm. All right. Uh, before I get your prediction on this game, Mike, I, I'd be remiss because you have also been brilliant on talking basketball with me. And I would like your analysis of uh, Doc Rivers, my Weasel of the Week, for announcing <laughs> That the game in Cleveland on Wednesday night was a scheduled uh, loss. You saw, you, you heard him say that. You heard what happened, Mike. What's your reaction to that? I mean, it's a complete joke. I mean, did Michael Jordan ever lay down and not play a game? Did yeah. he ever have one of those scheduling things? Did Larry Bird ever have one? Let's talk about the great Dr. J. Did he ever have a scheduling quirk? How no. about Moses Malone? Did they have one? Of course not. Like you're just giving the players an excuse, but that's why they're so soft. That's why they're never going to win in that building. They're never going to win. You can write it down. They're never going to win a title. They got no chance. There's no toughness within the team. Look at this. You know, Shake Milton's on the end of the bench at the beginning of the season. He can't even get into the game. Even if he wanted to put himself in the game, they would have restrained him. And now all of a sudden, he's one of their better players. Paul Reed, he wouldn't put him in the game. They signed Harrell. Like, it's, it's a comedy what's going on over there. It's a complete comedy. Like, who's running that? Who's handling that? you got a coach who won't play players, and then when he has to play players, they look good. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, where, where are, what are we getting? And then you make an excuse. You go into Cleveland. Oh, you know. And then people say Embiid's the MVP. Well, he was a little tired. Well, I'm a little tired, too. You know, like, everybody's a little tired. Like, but you get paid to play at a high level. Mike, if you didn't want to answer the question, just say so. Oh, I, I, I was well done. Serious. I love that. I, spent, I knew Angela, that would I spent, set you off. I knew it, Mike. I knew it. I spent six minutes watching that game the other night, and I said to myself, why would I watch if I care more than they care? Like, if they don't care, why should I watch? Like, love like it. seriously, what am I doing here watching this? They don't care enough to play hard. Why would I want to watch it? Mike, Titans at Eagles, Lincoln Financial Field, 1 o'clock Sunday. Who's going to win that game, Mike? I think it's a three-point game. I'll give it to the Eagles in a three-point game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a battle. The longer the game goes, this Tennessee Titans team is tough. you got to eliminate the big play. You can't let them have one big play. That's what they do offensively. I'll go with Philly. Philly's the better team talent-wise, but every team's been better than Tennessee talent-wise. They just find ways to win.
Mike Lombardi, dazzling. Mike, that stuff was good. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Mike Lombardi. I was hoping you would ask him about well, the Sixers because he's a massive Sixers fan. It's like yeah. a home run derby, yeah. and your job is to lay it in. And I knew. Shanho Park into, uh, into Cal you, Ripken. Do you understand <laughs> That he he enjoyed that question more than all the football yeah, ones. Yeah, because he watched because it frust- it's not real. You can't have sports if if a coach or one of the teams is already eliminating a game and saying we're not going to compete. Then it's it's, it's horrible. Incredible. It's incredible. I, I was working at a, a yep. game between the benches yep. in Chicago, and I looked up at the scoreboard, yeah. out of town scores, and I yeah. saw Cleveland up by like thirty points. Yeah. I looked at the cameraman beside me. I go. Is Cleveland any good? Schedule I, I, just, I could not believe the score and how they just laid down and allowed another team to walk all over them. Jeff's on the line from Camden. Hi, Jeff. Hey, what's going on, Ash? Jeff, Jalen Hurts, he just said he thought Mahomes is the MVP. I don't agree with that. What about you? Uh, there were a lot of strange things. Oh, I won't say strange things. Things I, I didn't understand, like he's going to have to throw the ball to beat them. Yeah. What has he been doing all year but throwing the ball? Making Brilliant. incredible throws. Yeah, I love the, when he throws the ball. I love when he runs the ball. Jeff, I don't know. There have not been many seasons so far that I've ever seen in football that match what Hurts has given the Eagles so far. And, Angelo, I mean, to have him at this age, injury-free oh. pretty much. Oh. I mean, he doesn't play. He has Michael Vick skills but doesn't play like Michael Vick. He'll get, he'll get out of bounds. He'll make you miss. He'll do what he has to do. And developmentally-wise, he's probably – Physically, there's nobody like Vic, but developmentally-wise, he's way ahead of where Vic was at this age. It's amazing that they locked – I mean, this draft pick, I I don't have the words to describe what the Eagles have in the future with Jalen Hurts. Oh, I agree. Uh, My favorite story this week was Maialata. He plays against Houston. He has an awful game. Gives up two sacks. Late in the game, they're on the sideline. And Hertz goes up to her, and Maialata says, oh, boy, I think he's going to give it to me now. I deserve it. <laughs> and he holds out his hand, and he, and he just supports him. And he says, we're all here together. We'll, we'll be fine. Uh, that's, Jeff, that's leadership that yeah. you can't even expect. He's, when a guy misses his block, you know who gets knocked on his ass? Yeah. Hertz does. And his reaction is to shake the guy's hand and say, we're all together here. We'll be fine. And that, that's leadership, Jeff. You can't teach that. That's amazing stuff. It really, really is. All right. Um, I got winners and weasels here. Hertz is my winner, and Rivers is my weasel. Who you got? I'll go weasel for a guy who wouldn't do – Jalen Hurts wouldn't go crying like Mac Jones did last night, oh, crying man. and screaming and going crazy last night. Understandably so, but it was a little much. He, he screamed out, throw the bleeping ball. Jeez, who was he screaming that to? I don't know who he's screaming. What do you think? Belichick ain't listening to no. Matt Jones. He's Is that his, our weasel, Jones? He's got his hoodie on. No, I'm not listening. No, not but that's weasel. what was great about it, Ange. There's this yeah. young kid is going, yo, dude. Well, I don't like what, you know, you know not what that, that I think Mac me? Jones is any. He'll be on the bench. Me. You know this speculation? This is fascinating. Let's hear it. Oh, this is fascinating. The speculation that Brady will play one more year. Back where he started in New England, because it, they now realize that their problems that they had over the you know before he left three yeah. years ago, that that they're best together, and let's take one last run with Brady back in New England. That would be awesome. It's a I'd love to see thing. that. 
Is and he then, back with Giselle yet? No. No, he's not they back will with be. Giselle. They you think be. they will be? You heard I it here first. I don't know. Two what five, but make no mistake, I monitor that stuff very closely. You just remember who told you. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. When we return, Eagles were ten and one once before in recent times, five years ago. Which team's better, this one or that one? WIP Sports Time is seven sixteen. Basketball season is here, and now it is time to go to the court with our friends at BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the Philadelphia 76ers. Download the BetMGM app today and make every play and every basket mean more than ever. When you sign up, you're going to get a piece of the action and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and boosted on specials. With the trust of MGM Resorts, the BetMGM app is the best way to experience the excitement of wagering on basketball or any of your favorite sports. Download the app, take the king of sportsbook with you wherever you go. Get ready to turn game time into showtime with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the Philadelphia 76ers. Brought to you by Panther East. Ten and one Eagles host the seven and four Titans Sunday, one PM at the link. Nice little interesting nugget. Former Eagles defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz is a senior defensive assistant for Tennessee. Titans, by the way, their defense is ranked thirty first in passing yards allowed per game. Rookie Jordan Davis returned to practice. Needs to be activated by four PM Saturday to play. He's been out four games with a high ankle sprain. Inquirer says Davis lost 20 pounds while working on his conditioning. Don't get nailed by OSHA, get railed by Panther East, the premier distributor of safety rail and fall protection equipment in the Philadelphia region. Visit PantherEast.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast, mostly sunny, a high of 46. It is currently 31. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart. is your time, ladies and gentlemen. I have received information that Keith Jones, who is first a gambler and second a sports enthusiast, is going to bet to Dutch tomorrow to beat America. He's not an American citizen. I never said that. And I have been told by sources close to you that you were doing it because you favored the Dutch oven. (laughs) Ray, am I on to something here? No. How do you think the U.S. will do against Ghana, Rhea? <laughs> He's still going. He is unbelievable. She doesn't like it. Ghana's One more time, Ghana's and I'm leaving. It. One more time, and this is a two-man show here today, Jonesy. All right, let's uh, do it. Ava Graham yes. back at the stage. And do we have our results on our first question of the day? Yeah, Angela, you better watch out down there, dude. Or, you know, relax, relax on the jokes, I, I, though it would be kind of cool. To see like a, a fight between the two of you down there. Just uh, me and Rhea. I, yeah. I have Rhea in the points. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rhea is definitely winning. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Over 85 vehicles available during Armin Chevrolet's Red Tag Year event. Visit ArminChevy.com. Find your road to Armin Chevrolet. 
closer than you think. Which Eagles defensive coordinator has done a better job with the Eagles? 64% Jim Schwartz. Whoa! Oh, oh no! Amazing. Oh, that's awful! Oh, oh, Ava! So I don't think those you had that vote. I don't think no, those, mon- that those vote, montages but- did not help, by the way. No, hearing the- Gannon and hearing Schwartz was brutal. Well, they're but- both quirky men. Uh, well, one sounded a little bit more, I don't know. Oh no! But then the, the, I don't know. Oh my God! The Eagles are ten and one, and their defense coordinator got crushed by Jim Schwartz. No, this is amazing. Uh. But it does lead to what I want to talk about right now because Schwartz was the coordinator five years ago. Gannon's the coordinator now. Both ten and one after eleven games. Jonesy, which of those two rosters? The one that ended up going on to win the Super Bowl, they ended up losing three games. They finished 13-3, and three, yeah. right? But the final game, they cashed their chips, yeah. didn't play anybody. Yeah. They already remember back then, the top two seeds did not have to play the next week. They had already clinched that, no reason to play, and they didn't. Yes. All right? So, but all right, just look at it. Which team is better on paper? This one is. Yeah, it is. Yes, this it, one is. It really is. I'm going to tell you why. Defensively, it's not that close. Defensively, you got way more talent on this team. Yeah, you do. Look at how much more depth you have on the defensive line yeah. than you had then. How much? I mean, you had a younger uh, Brandon Graham, a younger Fletcher Cox. Those guys were better then. But now you have a lot of other guys there, including your number one pick, Jordan Davis, who's back. You got the two guys you added, Joseph and Sue, and you've got secondary's pretty good, right? Yeah, and you got Hassan Reddick. I don't even think we've seen the best of Hassan no. Reddick yet. All right, so there's way more there. The secondary, it's not close, right? No, you've got not. two shutdown corners in Bradbury and Slay. You got way more talent defensively. Offensively, here's what it comes down. To, all right, who do you like better? This was the absolute peak of Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. 10 and 1, his MVP season. Everybody's in love with this mm-hmm. kid. Same thing as right now with Hurts. It's very similar. Except he never got back there. They lost the next game in Seattle, 10 and 2, and then he got hurt. Yep. Never was the same. This was peak Wentz. It was. It was the best he ever was. I don't even believe that this is peak Hurts. It's not. I think Hurts is just starting to show yeah. you what his capability is. So who do you like better offensively? I like the Eagles team now better offensively. Yeah. Here's the kicker. Special teams. Yeah, they were better. They were way better. Yeah. Special teams five years ago. They were allowed they to have now. more of an impact, too. Way but, more. But they were way better. And in, in, you know, the Eagles, like I think their average uh, starting p- field uh, starting position was way better than well, it's been. Well, here's years. the thing. You're right about that. There was special teams mattered more then because you didn't kick as many balls through the end yes. zone. But the minute... There's a component where you're not able to do that, which the Eagles were not able to do last week and might not be able to do part of the time this week because of wind. Wind is is going to be a factor Sunday. The minute you're kicking the ball to the other team and the other team has a chance to return it, you're in trouble. They come out of the end zone. You don't see that that often. No, Rhea, they were coming out seven and eight yards last week. Because they know the Eagles can't tackle. It's saying Northwest winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. That's not bad. All right. That's said breezy. Terrible. 10, uh, maybe not. Maybe we'll be okay yeah. with that. But that's a factor. If, if Jake Elliott, who is a great kicker, I got nothing but good things to say about him, if he can't get it through the end zone 
and they're bringing the ball out, you're in trouble. The minute that guy catches the ball at the goal line, Jonesy, yeah. you're holding your breath. Yes, you are. Because the lanes are wide open. Yes, they are. And they haven't fixed it, and we've said it all year, and frankly, this is a week they better fix it. Yeah. This is... The thing that's amazing about this team is they're 10-1, and one, and there are holes. There are yeah, holes that the the, deep, the the tackling has been bad, the special teams have been bad, and they're ten and one. The, the last three weeks, they their yep. last three games, they've yep. just been okay. And well, this team should be a great team. So we, I'd love to see it this weekend. All right, I if so, there is no reason to think this team is not capable of doing what that team did five years yeah, ago. Of course, no it reason. Is. Yes. I I have more faith in a lot of the players now than I did five years ago. Now, can they? But five years ago was a miracle. Can that happen again? I don't know. I don't think they need a miracle this year. They needed the miracle then. You know, you're right. That's the difference. This is a stronger team. Let's see what happens. Billy's up from South Philly. Hi, Bill. Hello, Angela. Hello, everyone. Good morning, Ava, my favorite Chickies co-worker. Oh, you love Ava. All right, Billy, what are you feeling right now? Uh, I'm feeling hopeful for the U.S. I think we're going to beat the Netherlands. Tomorrow we're probably going to lose in the next round to Argentina, but tomorrow 10 a.m. I'm going to be locked in. You are now. Normally, what would you be doing at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning? Watching Premier League soccer. Oh, you love it, huh, Billy? I just got back from the World Cup. I went to the uh, USA Wales game. Nice. All right, Billy. What do you love about it? Uh, I mean, so my father's from Greece. I grew up watching soccer. He instilled that in me. You know, I played soccer in high school. I just, the atmosphere is great. The, the fans are incredible. I mean, it's just, it's a great, it's a great sport. It's a great time. I mean, I, just, I don't understand why people can't get on board with it and love it. All right, Billy, what means more to you? Um, the U.S. in the World Cup or the Phillies in the World Series? The U.S. in the World Cup. Wow. All right, U.S. in the World Cup or Eagles in the Super Bowl? Well, I hate the Eagles. I called you before a couple of years ago. I'm a Cowboys fan. I hate the Eagles. So. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, well, that uh, Cowboys fan. Uh, now I'm just – my brain right now is trying to edit out everything you just said for the last two minutes. Billy, who you got for winner or weasel? <laughs> uh, my weasel this week, I, the winner, I, I was listening, has to be that high school football team. I mean, everybody in that community. All right. Rhea, you have a chance. Coatesville for well, no, honoring we, the young man. No, we, we already – Gave them uh, you gave them oh, the praise. He's a cowboy just, fan. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't you know, listen. <laughs> this is a weird thing, right? And I just wonder if this happens. That seems like a very nice guy. Yeah, I, I really yeah, was does. enjoyed his call. The minute he said he was a cowboy fan, you were out. I immediately thought less of him. Yeah, well, he's got issues. Does this happen in real life? Yes. All right. Let me let me play this out a little bit. It's a guy, single guy. Yeah. Is at a bar. Good looking woman at the bar. Mm-hmm. He strikes up a conversation with him. Things are going well. They start talking about sports. She's gorgeous. Right? He's an eight, and she's at nine and a half. Okay. All right? They're both good looking. This happens right? a lot. I know it does. That's why I need to get it. So, Jonesy, right? oh, no, oh, you were saying that sarcastic. No, there's a lot of eights and nine and a half. Yeah, there is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and she drops on him that she loves the Cowboys, has her whole life. Yeah. What happens next? I could get past it. You could get past it. Yeah. Would most men get past it? Yes. Is that a commentary on men? Yes, it is. Now, if it was All the right. other way around. I'm going to flip the woman yeah. over now. Yeah. Now I'm flipping her over. Oh, yeah. Yes, right? you are. All right. No, no. <laughs> you know what I mean. 
Even now, though she's a Cowboys fan. She's not, <laughs> Why are you doing that, Jones? Well, I'm you trying did to, it. I didn't do this it. This is a, a profound conversation. Yes. All right. Now, she is the Eagle fan, and he is the Cowboy fan. Yeah. She's still a nine and a half, and he's still an eight. And he says to her, oh, you like the Eagles? I hate the Eagles. I'm a Cowboy fan. Is the, is the conversation ending? It's done. Yeah. That's end, it? end of conversation. All right, Rhea, you with him? He's not finding a lot of tens out there. She'll find a lot of yeah. eights. If she's a nine and a half at the bar, <laughs> well, he'd better bring his wallet. It's, it's one thirty a.m. Yeah. <laughs> John's up from Philly next. Hi, Johnny. Hey, good morning, everybody. How we doing today? We're good, John, but I don't have a good feeling about Sunday. What about you? I'm a little bit concerned about Sunday, and you know, obviously, we, I've talked to you earlier in the week about the running game, the special teams. But you know, the thing with AJ Brown is, like, obviously, we all know that he's going to come out and he's going to want to play. He's going to want to put up big numbers, and we all know that Jalen Hurts is tight with AJ Brown, and he's going to want to do that for him. My my concern is that he tries a little too hard, and we have some unforced errors that you know that wind up costing us the game. I, I, and one thing that I was concerned about, and I researched about Brown, because Brown has two fumbles the last two games, and last week's could have been fatal. He only fumbled the ball and lost it in his first 51 games, John, one time. And he did it twice in the last two. He's played 53 games so far. I got to assume that isn't going to be a fact. I got to assume if you're throwing a 50-50 ball up to A.J. Brown Sunday – there's no way somebody's getting that ball out of his hands. Because he really yes. – you understand, they abandoned him at 24 years old. I think he was really hurt by when, it. He when was. he was playing great yeah, football. They didn't want to pay him. And it basically was a financial decision. To me, I, he could not be more motivated. If he's ever going to have an impact game, it's going to be Sunday. He's going to have an impact. He game. will. There is no and, doubt. And Jonesy, who made the best point on the whole show today, said, H, uh, what's his name? Hertz is going to make sure he has a he big game. He loves them. Because yeah. they love each other. Best friends. John, Young. that's the best thing going for the Eagles on Sunday. No, absolutely. And I agree with you. But I'm also saying that, like, if he tries to force it into some tight windows, it could yeah. cause some issues for us. Could, but because uh, you know what? I, so well. I think Brown will cover him up. I think it's going to go both ways. Yeah. They're both going to make sure they make the other guy look good because uh, he's uh, defending the honor of his friend, A.J. Brown. Who you got for winner or weasel, Johnny? I'm going I'm to try a weasel. I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson for his tweets after Sunday's game with the fans, his vulgar tweets. Unbelievable. They then, uh, you know, th these vulgar tweets, I like it, and then they, they get rid of them and then act like it didn't happen. Yes. But there's always somebody there with a screenshot. And it's so out of character for yeah. him because they yes. think so high. I think he yeah, just lost his temper. Uh, Josie, Lamar Jackson. No. No. He's sticking with Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers does not believe in the sanctity of a sports event. On the line less left, ladies and gentlemen, is our spokesman, our leader, Jason from the Dirty 30. Hi, Jason. Good morning, Angelo. Jason, are you excited about Sunday's game? <clears throat> Angelo, I'm looking forward to Sunday's game. I have a question for you. Okay. What size shoes do you wear? 13 quadruple E. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to get you a pair. I'm going to get you the biggest pair of flip-flops that I can buy because you've been flip-flopping all year. Oh, you're you are hurting my <laughs> flip-floppy because I picked Tennessee. I'm just yeah. giving you my Thank honest you opinion low. of a game. I'm not going to pick the Eagles every week. I am a man of integrity. Angelo, I, I really feel that we're going to win on Sunday. I feel that A.J. Brown, you know, he's going to have a great game. Okay. And... I feel that we're going to win by a touchdown of one. All right. Who's going to tackle Derrick Henry, Jason? I feel that our I feel that our defense is going to do a better job. All right. And I I feel that it's going to be a a decent game. All right. Well, a look, I Jason, I know you're you're a fan. You're a great fan. You do understand that I am not here to just be a fan. I have extensive football knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> What's that laugh? Who's laughing? He's laughing at you. Jason. He's on his game. You've Jay been is my on his friend. game. You've been on your game. But, Jason, you listen to this show for my information I provide, don't don't you? Yes, of course I do. Oh, he's the one. <laughs> All right, <shut> <laughs> you know what? Well, this is – it's time for me to go. Oh, no. <laughs> don't leave yet. When you I'm don't not... have the respect of your own co-host, what's the point? Yeah, I, you've never had I that. I will miss needling you. I'll bet you will. So I'm well, going to have to call you from time you to time. You have my number. Jason. I have a weasel. Who's your weasel? Adrian. Adrian, the uh, giant He has fan? disappeared. Yeah, that's yeah, a good choice, go. Is that the one, Josie? It's not going to win it, but a very thoughtful – give me one now, Jay. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. yep. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! Our leader has spoken. 215-592-9494. When we return, <laughs> I got to ask you, the Sixers are playing in Memphis tonight. Should I even watch it? Well, yeah, ask Doc. I have to find out from Doc during the shoot-around if this is another scheduled yeah, loss. I, this I'd is love a scheduled to know. loss. The integrity of sports is on the line Yes, here. it is. WIP Sports Time, 738. Seven forty-three is your time. You know, I realize something. You, sometimes you're here. Sometimes you stay back at the studio. Yes. I my sh the show that we do here is different because we're here. Yes. Right. In other words, whenever I come to Borgata, I think more of wagering. I just yeah. do because it's a we're surrounded by by all the wagering. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing. So I'm looking just going through the my uh, Borgata uh, app. You know, app, and I'm checking out the lines on stuff. So I see that the line is moving on the Eagles game. From minus six and a half for the Eagles to minus four and a half. And that gets me wondering, what are people seeing in Tennessee that's making them want to bet on them? Because that line is a big move. Then I, I go, oh, wait a minute. I might, I might know how to game the system with the Sixers. Everybody. Oh, the Sixers, yeah. yes. If you knew on Wednesday uh -huh. 
when the Sixers were going to play the Cavs, it was pro- pretty even money, all right? If you knew what Doc Rivers was telling his team before the game, wouldn't you be more inclined to put your money on the Cavaliers? Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, just listen to the beginning of this. This is what he's telling his team. Let's call it an even money bet, right? Yeah. No, if, no points on this one. Here's what he's telling his team. I told our guys before the game, this is going to be a hard game. All right? I said, they're fresh. Uh, they're going to attack you. They do not want to lose to you again. And- all right, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. If he's telling his team that before the game, he's telling them they don't have to win. Yeah. And then he said after the game it was a schedule loss. All I need to do, Jonesy, is find the schedule losses on a, on a schedule yeah. and bet those games. Yeah, there's a lot of handicappers that will do that. So, But, it's, but how do you know? It wasn't a back-to-back. Yeah, look, it wasn't a back-to-back. Look for a similar type of time in the schedule down the road. Like Somebody you just with the look other team had the, a break. Look where the spacing is and then look and people how they do are that. Home. They were 8 and 1 at home. But prior don't to the you think it's a fulfilling in. a self-fulfilling yes, prophecy? Yes, it is, yeah. That the minute you identify a game as a scheduled loss, it becomes a loss yeah. cuz you're not you're convincing your team not to play. Yeah, you're, you're giving your team an excuse not to perform at their highest. All right. Level. Let's try tonight. Tonight in Memphis. Memphis 14 and 8. Yeah. All right. I'm playing Memphis tonight. Memphis is favored okay. by five and a half wow. points. Wow. It's like the odds makers are assuming the Sixers won't give full effort tonight well, they either. Watched, they watched Wednesday's game, I guess. All right, but maybe tonight Embiid is motivated. Yeah. Right? You still don't is have it, Maxi. Is it a national game? I, you know, that's no, a great – I don't know that, really. Not. That's a very valid question. They'll play harder tonight? in a national it's game. tonight? The game is tonight? It's tonight. Yeah, well, Friday I don't night it, game. I don't, think it, I don't think it'll be national tonight. All right. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if I could just figure out the level of commitment that the Sixers have to winning that game, I know what to bet. Yeah, you can. And the, the other thing with the Sixers game, you never want to bet it until the last second to make no. sure that Embiid's playing. Oh, well, if, the, I mean, if he's never not know. playing, that line changes of course. immediately. Of course. But I, you know what? I don't touch that game for one reason. I believe the Eagles should be able to cover five and a half if they're facing Memphis anywhere. Yeah, the Sixers. Yeah. But I, the Sixers. Yeah. But I have no idea the level of their commitment to the game no. because I have a coach who doesn't prioritize winning on a nightly basis. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, no, you can't uh, bet on the Sixers. That's the challenge of betting the Sixers. I don't think they're, I, they're frustrating I, to bet on. I don't think I'll bet on the Sixers the whole year. No, you shouldn't. Actually. Because it's impossible to tell. It is. And that's, that's an illustration of why. What Doc Rivers did is wrong. It's wrong for sports. It's wrong for the Sixers. It's wrong for the city. Yeah. Because you are looking at a schedule of 82 games and designating certain ones that you don't even expect to win. This is a it's schedule a, loss. It's an ignorant way to coach a, a sports team yeah, in is. any sport. All right, let's go back to the phones. I got Ben here from Reading. Hi, Benny. Hey, how's it going? Benny, how are you doing? I'm doing good. What's on your I'm, mind, pal? It's, it's always a pleasure to call in. All right, well, thank you. What are you, what are you thinking this morning, Ben? Well, I, I have an interesting – I heard you talking about uh, power dynamics power dynamics and relationships in regards to sports. Yeah. And he, and he got me thinking about when I got married to my wife. When we met, I, I told her how big of an Eagles fan I am, and I told her that in order for her to marry me, she would have to wear an Eagles jersey uh, in our wedding. And she would thought about it for a while, and then finally she agreed. And uh, the reason I did that was for her to prove her loyalty towards me. 
uh, in regards to the commitment in our relationship because I need to know that my woman's going to stand by me and my team. Ben, this is a beautiful story. All right, now let's back up a little bit. Is she an Eagles fan, or was she at the time? She was not. She actually came from Puerto Rico, so they, they don't have they, – oh. they're not very big NFL fans. But as I started to educate her on the game and teach her the game, she started to grow a passion for it. So, But I, I wanted to get her on board and be like, listen, you know, I'll, I'll support you, but you cannot oh. root for Dallas, and you cannot root for the Patriots. This is and, beautiful. All right, Ben, how did she incorporate the Eagle jersey – into a sacred wedding dress. How, was she, actually, how did she do that? <laughs> That's a great question. She found a creative way to get like it's a, kind of like a, a half dress. It's oh. just, just the bottom. So she wore the jersey in the top and then the dress in the bottom. Oh, nice. And, and um, so has she become, by virtue of the fact she did this at her wedding, did she become an Eagles fan? She is she she is an Eagles fan, but she unfortunately she roots for uh, I hate to say it she roots for Aaron Rodgers. I, no, I get it. As long as she was loyal to her man, with by incorporating the Eagles jersey into the sacred wedding dress, that's a great sign. How long you been married, Ben? We've been married four years. I'm gonna tell you something. I see this going well because. You know what this is about? I'm going to tell you what marriage is about, Ben. It's compromise. you got to be able to compromise. Gail does. She met, she met you halfway or more with the Jersey thing. And now I'm going to guess that there are things you do that are also of a compromising nature. Is that correct? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a second part to this story. Is yeah. That when, when we, I told her that if she does this and, and, she, she, when we, and we do get married uh, with the Eagles jerseys on, that I would give her a wedding on the beach in Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. This is, this is the basis of a great marriage, Ben. This is beautiful, the way you guys work together here. I guarantee you, setting the tone that way, you have had four blissful se- uh, years so far. Well, you know every relationship has has its ups and downs. Well, of but course Eagles, it does. Eagles always, always bring it around. So, of course. You know, <laughs> this is beautiful. I, 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 I got to call you out a little bit, Angela. I'm a little disappointed, though. Call me you out. I'm it. saying you've got a great I'm, marriage. I'm, I know. I know. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. But you, you, were, you, were, you were picking the Titans this week. Yep. And I'm like, man, what are you doing, man? I'm, no, this I'm is what, being this honest. Is the, this is the premise I'm getting back to, though. We're talking about loyalty here. Oh, no. That's be, not about loyalty. loyalty. No. Be- ben, I got to. People call for information here. They call for, for educated opinions. Okay. I can okay. Well, let's talk about that. the facts then. Let's talk about the facts. So, what makes the Bengals' defense better than the Eagles' defense? Uh, the defense is better because uh, the, Jim Schwartz is consulting. It's the Bengals. Oh, the Beng- Oh, the Bengals. Yeah. Oh. From last week to this. And listen, I- I'm not going to continue this now because now I'm starting to see an argumentative side of you that makes me concerned about the long-term <laughs> relationship. But, Ben, seriously, I love that. I can't tell you how much I love that story. Do you have a winner or a weasel for me? I don't. I'm going to pass on that. Right, but ben, I would love thank to- you. Thank you for the call. See, I, I sometimes I go too far in the conversation that the guy starts challenging me. Yeah, yeah, you gave him a little too well, much. Well, he's all about loyalty, and you were, he feels you're being disloyal by picking the Titans. But, but explain to them, Maria, that I'm, a, I'm a widely regarded as a football authority. Ask and answer. 
And and <laughs> and and the fact is that I can't compromise that. I um, can't stop being a fan before I'm an analyst. You're at some, certainly an analyst. <laughs> With emphasis on exactly the anal. The, Thank no, you. I an, know what the she was anal doing. part. The an, the anal. I know what she's doing. I know what she's doing. Anal. All right. Let me go to Joe here next. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, Ange. I first have to say, whenever it's this time of year, I think back and thank WIP for helping me win a free turkey about 25 years ago when you guys recreated the WKRP, tossing them off. <laughs> oh, the oh, my God. See, these are the things. I'm trying to remember stuff, Joe, for this memoir I'm going to write, and I re- realized that I've forgotten a lot of good stuff. Oh, yeah. We did love that WKRP episode. That's one of the greatest <laughs> ever. They, they, they brought turkeys up in helicopters, and they were going to drop them, and the guy that ran the station did not know the turkeys don't fly, <laughs> and they splattered onto the ground. Oh, that's terrible. Now, we did not kill any turkeys no. in our reenactment, Joe, no. did we? No, they were like frozen Cornish game hens, and you just have to catch them <laughs> with the trampoline. Game hens. We, we went with the smallest. So I got to remember this. Uh, I forgot we did that. Big Thank B. you for reminding me, Joe. Big B got a deal on some Cornish hens. <laughs> yeah, we got some Cornish hens. Now, they were pretty splatter, but they were already dead, so it great. wasn't that bad. Oh, beautiful <laughs> story. Beautiful. But Joe, what are you doing for the World Cup tomorrow? Okay. Well, here's what happened here on my backstory. Not really much into soccer. I did have a byline when I was in college for the college paper. So afterwards, I go to the editor at Westchester's newspaper going, hey, you got a geek here, something for me. And he goes, well, we have a playoff game coming. Do you know soccer? At that point, I pulled in Elmer Ganty. And I went, soccer? Yeah, I know soccer. I could write soccer articles. <laughs> I, I didn't, but my college taught me research. So I went to the library and researched how to write a good soccer article and getting quotes and I had to pay attention. So it was a playoff game. It was like overtime, ex- uh, uh, sudden death, and then it ended up in a shootout. So it was a really good game for me to watch. So since I belong to this breweries in Pennsylvania Facebook group, they posted about more than 50 breweries that are opening up early for people around the state to watch the game. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's going to be huge. That's awesome. And you, and you you faked it till you made it, right, Joe? Absolutely. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. You got to tell. Now, do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy the soccer now? Yeah, I could watch it once every okay. four years. <laughs> I, I need a winner of Weez. I'm up against a break here. What do you got, Joe? Speaking of Pennsylvania and soccer, Christian Pulisic. I knew it was come up. Yeah, I did this too. is the guy who ended up in the hospital. He, he scored did. the only goal. Rhea, I knew he would be my top challenger. Jalen Hurts or Christian, whatever his name is. I'm going to stick with Jalen Hurts. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Great postscript to the KRP story because this is their all-time most popular episode. Yep. So they got a guy reporting from Les Ness. Yeah, I love Les. He was the best. He's reporting on the thing as they're dropping the turkeys. (laughs) And they're all smashing into the crowd. What did Les say? And he yells and he goes, Ah, the humanity. <laughs> I never laughed so You remember hard. that? I never laughed. Oh, that great. I remember. I don't uh, remember our own promotion. That was a great show, this wasn't it? That, that was a great, great show. Great show. 215-592-94. If we come back, the great Dick Vermeil is next. WIP Sports Time at 756.